Bloody hell, it's hot. Woo! So, so hot. Oh, we're going live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Apple What's It podcast. Uh, you know the usual beginning bit here. You know where I'm at on Twitter. Thank you to the one person that followed me since our last uh, podcast. Um, thank you, we're on five now. Social media, the Apple What's It podcast, Instagram and Facebook. The Apple What's It uh, on Twitter. Again, you, again, thank you for continuing to listen to uh, the Sun Queen. Um, we're now on £318 for 318 listens. Um, we're coming to you live, live and it's hot. Wow. In true, 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 true Apple What's It fashion, obviously what we're talking about today is obviously quite serious, but we don't want to be serious all the time because the topic we're talking about is so serious and it... it it breaks us when we do to it. So when we do talk about it, so I want to I want to make sure first of all we get the the crep boss crep boss done. Not crap boss. I thought it was crap boss first. Thought it's crep boss. www.creepboss. A legitimate sponsor there. So if you would want to go and buy something, Instagram the at the crep boss, um, and get your clothing from there. Now, this podcast is obviously speaking from the heart and what we're doing we're investigating the impact of a fatherless society and we're using me as the guinea pig the guinea pig of obviously well my dad was brilliant clearly um not blaming anyone for my own failures my failures are my own failures they are always my own failures and i take responsibility for any mistake that i've made past and present now with that in mind Come back after this little tea break for a little bit of smiles. Welcome back and here we are. So um, as if you've listened to yesterday's podcast or the previous podcast, this one, depending on when yesterday is for you, then you'll know that we want to play WOD. WOD. Dun, dun, dun. WOD. We're basically word of the day. Um, we have two. We ought to start. This is the first one we start with. And I'm now going to open the app. I'm going to look at the word. And I'll have no idea what it means. Manumit. Manumit. Let's have a listen to this. Manumit. 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 Basically, what it means is a. F- it's, oh, shit. Free from slavery or servitude. I truly wanted to manumit the slave boy. I would have to buy his freedom. I would have bought his freedom, basically. Oh, wow, okay. Manumit. Well, that's, that's quite relevant for modern times with everything that's going with. Like Black Lives Matter and that sort of stuff. Interesting. Anyway, uh, that's the word of your day. Manumit. Manumit. Manumit.
Well, you join us back here, and the worst thing just happened. I thought I was recording, and I had everything down succinct, and it wasn't typical Apple Watch style. So, what I was saying is, um, we we're studying and looking at the impact of a fatherless society and how it impacts us and how it grows and, and that spreads. And if you don't try and curb it or change it, it's never going to change. So, there was a report that I looked at, and it's called fathers and their impact on children's well-being so it said this even from birth children who have involved fathers are more likely to be emotionally secure be confident to explore their surroundings and their as as they grow older have a better social connection with their surroundings with everyone else as well so basically they're going to be more emotionally secure they're going to be able to make friends easier which means they're probably going to get get through better at school Uh, and that's because what a dad teaches um the child is different types of lessons and different types of life skills to what the the mum does so and that that, that takes me back to something uh, you know a memory because i remember my seventh birthday oh it was the best birthday ever let me tell you let me tell you there was sausage rolls and onion rings and sw- I remember we went swimming that was it we went swimming and went back to uh, my house where my mum and dad just erupted into a massive huge argument with my friends still there and it was my first ever little birthday party yeah it was the last as well let's not go there but thanks if you're listening mum dad doubt you are but if you are happy birthday um but even then yeah, you know, that, that impacted me because that's what I remember that's the last childhood sort of memory that I have. There's others, nicer ones, you know, Star Wars figures, I remember them. But ultimately, what I'm saying is, that impacted me because after that, I hated my birthday. And as I grew up, forgetting about that part of my life, I started hating that time of year. And bad things was happening around that time of year. I'd be like, oh, everything bad happens because my mum and dad got divorced after my birthday. So that was shortly after my birthday, they announced to us all that they were getting divorced which impacted all of us and everyone and it impacts everyone so it's not just me that goes through that it's all of us so if you've if you're listening to this and your parents um separated that 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 feeling you have there it's sort of the same feeling when you've got your kid involved isn't it because you've lost your like this way your whole family's breaking up and you had to deal with it then and now you've your own child and then you can't even see your own child. At least when you were a kid, you could see both mum and dad 99%. Well, not in my case, it wasn't that much. But anyway, but that left me feeling, you know, it left me with trust issues. And it left me, you know, if, if my parents had stayed together, would I then be able to, I would have seen how a positive, loving relationship is rather than having to learn myself and make mistakes on that way. You know, I don't have an ex-wife because I was perfect. You know, our relationship broke down because there was things I was doing wrong, but there was things that she was doing wrong as well. So I would have learned how to deal with situations a little bit differently. Going through this is not easy. And if you're listening to this and and you're at the beginning of this journey, then I just want to share some do's, some little quick coping tips that will help you. And these are easier said than done, trust me. So looking after yourself. Well, for me, when I was first uh, separated and first lost my daughter and my home, 
looking after myself was not the very much the first thing that I was thinking about doing, nor was I doing. But as I have said on other the other podcast, you need your blowout. Get your blowout, but don't blow out too much and for too long. Give yourself time to deal with the situation and continue to do with the things you enjoy doing that don't always include going to the pub and getting drunk. Or high. You know, meet other women maybe. I know it's difficult to do that. I said that yesterday. I, I say that in jest now. But you can't. When you're going through it at the beginning, you can't because I didn't. I, they, I didn't find another girlfriend for... That was 2014. That was, two, was about four years afterwards, five years afterwards. So it's not easy. And again, as I said... These are easier said than done. But you almost always need to seek help early. Now, if you're listening to this, I hope the court has given you a little bit of slight release. You know, it's not, you know, it's a serious topic, but I hope that we can try and at least let you know that you're not alone. And when you're dealing with these things, you've got to have a little bit of humour as well. Now, also, it's really important, especially if you are having ongoing negative thoughts or depressed feelings, because we all will, you will do. How long can you drink to hide that feeling? How long can you get high to hide that feeling? You you need to try and snap out of it as quickly as you can. And, and if there's anything that we can do here at the Apple What's It um, podcast and the Apple What's It uh, equality group, then and then we're there to help now one thing you need to remember as well is staying in contact with your friends and family now again that's easier said than done because when I went through that the last people I wanted to see was my friends or family because I was the one that was failing or had these allegations against me or this and that and it sometimes can be daunting but the more people you surround yourself with that know you will leave you in better stead for getting stronger and starting to build up ready for the battle ahead don't bottle things up talk about your feelings a lot hence the podcast this is what i do but more importantly as well recognize that it's it's okay to have different feelings right now it's okay to be angry yeah it's okay to be angry at your ex-wife not not angry but it's okay to be feel hurt but don't treat all women with that same brush all women listening to this don't treat all men with that same brush or vice versa whatever gender let's not gender bash yeah you're angry at your ex-partner that doesn't mean that your ex-partner is a bad person necessarily all the time don't get me wrong there's going to be obviously um situations where there are and your ex-partner is a total dick and if i was found you know you, you point me out tell me that they're wrong and you know i would totally agree uh, but don't let it don't let it manifest itself into that way try not to be you know, you've got to try not to have these little petty arguments, which, again, I was reading this earlier. Try to avoid power struggles and arguments with your spouse or former spouse. Well, do you know what? That's why they're your former spouse. So we know that it's not very easy. We know these things are not very easy and they're easier said than done. But what you need to remember, and I'm hoping that some of these key facts here are going to help you now understand the impact of, you know the impact of you not seeing your child, but you arguing in front of your child and that resentment is not going to help you, your child, but it's not going to help in family courts. Now, this is why you take emotion out of everything whenever you are around your ex-partner. Again, easier said than done. But did you know 
Adolescents whose parents have separated are more likely to experience injury, accidents, illness than children whose parents have remained together. And again, I can say that's true. The amount of times I've ended up in the hospital uh, is quite a lot in terms of you know being silly and scrapes in here and there. Um, studies do show that the psychological effects and emotional stress of divorce on our children linger in into adulthood. So what that means is men. Now, a lot of my audience are men, naturally. Um, but we do have female listeners as well. So don't let's not exclude the female listeners. But just if there's a female listener to this and you've got your partner who's going through a tough time with the next, or well, seeing his kids, just remember that if their parents separated and then they're going through divorce now, they're three times more likely to consider suicide than men whose parents have never divorced. And obviously, likewise, with all the vulnerable, vulnerable vulnerabilities that come into drug and alcohol, these, these, you know, impacts, we know the impact of this is going to happen on our kids, which is why we need to go into courts, not emotional, stick into the facts and making sure that we're putting our children at the centre of what we're doing. And even if that means sacrificing something, sometimes. Now, also, I'm going to leave you with this, these, you know, final thoughts. We'll have our final second word of the day in a minute, which we'll find that out in a second. But has anyone ever experienced this? When I was checking on the group today on our, on our Father's Rights UK group, and what I noticed was people coming out with feminists and women this and women that. That's anger, and that's okay to feel that way. But that's not okay to treat or say and gender bash. You can be angry at your ex-partner. She can be angry at you and vice versa. Or whatever the situation may be. But remember, if you can't control your emotions on a public group where you need to show people respect, then did you really actually ever show the person that you're with that same respect all the time? That's a question that everyone needs to ask themselves and then look in the mirror. When you're brushing your teeth at night, have you shown everyone gratitude and respect? And if you, even if you've not been shown respect, when you show respect, the courts will see that you're showing respect. Now, final bit of the joke of the day of the word of the day. Oh my god, are you ready for this? Rodamontade. 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 Wow, this is a this is a noun, and it's basically it's vainglorious boasting or bragging, pretentious, blustering talk. Wow, that's quite bad. That's quite like what I generally am. Like this could be my new word. How would you use it? I am charmed charmed to notice that things that were once said to matter familiarity with epigrams knowledge of rhetorical what what the what what do you know what let's just go like this Rodomontade 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 because she amused him with some Rodomontade about despising rank and wealth in matters of love and marriage he flatters himself that she's 
devotedly attached to him. Aunt Bronte, apparently. Thanks for listening. You made it this far. Stay strong, stay safe. Uh, visit the Apple What's It Equality website if you need any help and support. Get in touch. Uh, Rodamontade.